Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. The type of fashion that you have looks like you took an edible, ran through a thrift store in 30 seconds, and just put together an outfit. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Rutledge Hamilton, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. We're presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. lot to get into today. You got ex-Packers quarterback Kurt Benkert a couple days ago laying into the floor as the coach and as a person. We also have the Green Bay Packers. Just going into the bye and not the way you want to go into it, Matt Hamilton, because now they have to hear about how they are a two-win team. They're two and three, and that the Lions are running away with the division, and Jordan Love is coming off back-to-back awful football games. However you want to splice it up, Mm -hmm. whoever you want to place the blame on, the last two football games have been awful for Jordan Love. The Packers' offense has been awful in the first half of every game this year. So there's a lot to be fixed. Now, Matt LaFleur does have the wins and loss record to tell you that maybe he can get it done. But there's a couple things not happening on this team. There are not veterans on this team, Matt Hamilton, to get in there and, and try to clean some things up or, or lead this. Uh, I don't know. True. I don't that's know if true. everyone is playing up to what the Packers thought they were going to be this year. But that's kind of what I want to get into to start the show. And you do look nice today, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> thank you very much, Jim. Aw, thank you. You're a little triggered on that before we get to the Packers. Yeah, you know, I got a little in my feelings. I think it's... I, I was a little surprised. Uh, someone who I thought knew me mm-hmm. basically told me I had a very one-dimensional style and I could not help him when it came to, like, how to dress and how to look good. So I was, I decided, you know what, I will not dress in my particular style. I'm going to tone it down a little bit, a little more business casual, but business nonetheless, and showing that I I can still look good and not try and be the center of attention just because I choose to dress like someone who wants attention doesn't mean that's my only thing and that I'm aware of. Okay. And so it we bothered have, me. We have our social media queen, uh, Maddie Hayes, in the studio at the moment. And Matt, I hate to break it to you because I think Alex... He misrepresented, I think, the thought on, you have a specific style, Matt yes, Hamilton. Yes, for myself. Right. Even today, in your fancied up, your gussied up look, you're very much still Matt Hamilton, which is like, you dress, and you are naturally, you're like basically a hipster. And so, whether it's hipster t-shirt or hip, like, your look right now still says, like, I am, I want to be 
cool guy. I, I, I don't want to look like I'm 30. I think referring to the brightness of... Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Of course, I'm still, still going to dress myself like I'm the cool guy because I fancy myself Because cool I don't guy. see like you being able to come in and regularly, and because you wouldn't be comfortable in it, like pull off like a Don Draper look. Like you could wear it, but like that's not your that's not your sweet spot. Exactly, but I could style it. Is what I was getting at for Strofe. It's like I understand now the fact that I came in like this. This was me kind of dressing down because this is about as tame as my outfits get. But I was basically showing him that like Strofe, just because. I like to wear lime green or have some bright colors in my life doesn't mean that I don't know if how to match your boring drab colors scheme together. Like See, if now, you want to wear attacking. blues and grays always, Alex, I can help you with so that. So are you at all concerned that I think, you know, friend of Shell Colin Russo, his t shirt game is, I think, on par. Maybe a time passes yours because he's put in the work. Well, like, he's got the neat, like, vintage uh But true vintage. Like, yeah, he's yeah. Going, he is going to the Goodwills, the, yeah. the the thrift stores around the area, and digging out these shirts. So, and that's, like, that's his style. I think it's great. Right, I love but, it. like, you, kinda, you have a style that's similar, which is not a bad uh-huh. thing. I mean, his is still more college kids, so it's a little bit more unkept than yours. It's, yeah, like, it's yours is different. still more of a it's look. It's different. His but, is, his is going to be evolving for a while. Right. Mine's still evolving. Yours is a look. His is more like, I like these t-shirts, Things. ironically. Yeah. yeah. And so I'll, I'll put it together. Exactly. But I think, unquestionably, you think you're the most fashionable person in the office, right? I mean, if you don't think you're the most fashionable person in the office, what, you, what are you doing? What are well, you doing I mean, I think... I, love I would say that, like, Alex Strofe doesn't really care about being fashionable. Here's the thing. I'm the one with the Olympic gold medal and supposed to be the star of the show. If I came in wearing what Alex wears all the time, people would be like, "They do curlers work for free? Are they not paying Matt Hamilton at the radio station? Why is he wearing the same sweats and the same sweatshirt? Let's uh, let's trigger Matt Hamilton here. 844-770-3776. Let's put it on at Jim and Matt. Who's got more style? Alex Stroh for Matt Hamilton. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean... If anyone, first of all, people are going to be like, who's Alex Strofe? Oh. <laughs> so they're going to have to guess. It's not fair. No idea. <laughs> Irrelevant. Oh, man. You are coming in hot on Alex Strofe. Uh, I mean, I did the guy a favor by being on his show, volunteering to be on his show today when he was like, hey, Matt, one of my guests, they had something go on. Can you be my plan B? Can you be my backup? Can you be my second choice? What? And then he throws my style under the bus a little bit. So, yeah, I, I'm coming out swinging today. Alex Strofe, Mr. Irrelevant. You, that's why you have Mr. Irrelevant show. When we put you on this poll, people aren't going to know who you are or who to vote for. That is the definition of irrelevant. I think we need to change the poll. Is, <laughs> is Matt Hamilton a hipster diva? Because, yes. Like, yes, know. I am. I'm accepting that. Uh, is that a, a Hiva? I don't know what kind of nickname, <laughs> what kind of nickname we have for is that, him. Is like, that his name as a musician down in Nashville? Hiva, Matt Hamilton, coming up next on the stage. Uh, that just does not have a good ring to it. <laughs> no, it does not, but you definitely today are like, you look like you're a member of Taylor Swift's band when she like... like Because I have a corduroy button-up shirt on. Well, no, you got the, the muted colors. Yeah, The, I the hair, muted. the beard. Even the muted Packers hat. Yeah. You are very much looking like you are. I'm not sure what album Red was on, but like you just give off like that vibe. Uh, you would have been part of like that album. Yeah, I, I was really going for the that was Evermore 
album. I think that's the name of the album. That's that's the vibe I was going for. And that's when I the one. And let me just say, like, I, I don't even know for sure, Maddie, but that's the one that Boney Bear is on. Oh is yeah. It? yeah so, so like Matt <laughs> Hamilton, like, exactly. Matt Hamilton could only like Taylor Swift if it, it has ties to his hipster roots to it. Yeah. Like, it or the National. Have, yeah, the National's yeah. on there too. Right, Very right. good. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Matt. Yes. I'm a hipster, a bit of a diva, but that, I mean. It is what it is, man. I was just trying to throw Strofe a bone. He, someone mentioned how it, this all stemmed from yesterday. He was wearing brown shoes mm-hmm. with khakis. And he told me, he looked me dead in the eye and said, these brown shoes don't go with jeans. And I looked at him like I, like I had no idea what he said. Like what he just said to me was Chinese. I was like, bro, what are you talking about? Jeans go with everything. Now, to be fair, he did wear it today, and I told him that the tone of those shoes do not match the rest of his outfit. Well, he those a, shoes yeah, he are had a, kind of a dress shoe, a and then he turned into like jeans and a sweatshirt. Like you went from business casual yes. to like business. I just got let go. <laughs> like I've been looking for a job for the last week and a half. So who has more style? We could chime in this as well. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Is it Wollersheim? Is it Strofe? Is it Jesse Nelson? Who's the least stylish person? Person at ESPN? You mean producer? Is that what you're going for? Well, there? producers look. <laughs> all you have to say is producer, and you've said it all I when mean, you talk yeah. about style. There yeah. is not a. St- I mean, again, Russo uh, would have the most style because at least he has one thing. He has an identity to his style. Right. Well, I think. I think. Like these Our guys boy, are just Cole's, no, Cole's think, casual. It's like that's their Cole's style. Casual. No, 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 no. I think <laughs> hey, I he's got like some fun. He's a, he's about sports and like schools. He's got some fun different school sweatshirt. That sweatshirt's available. Yeah, that's this, is pretty, this is yeah. He this stays is in his lane. Ryan knows his sweet spot, just like Russo. They're just very different, right? Like I might think Russo's shirts would more mesh with my style, but I love that he stays in his lane. Strophy literally today. Didn't even pick out, couldn't even stay in one lane for one outfit, let alone, you know, having something different every single day. He'll show up with a button-up shirt one day. The next day, it's gym shorts and a baggy sweatshirt. The next day, it's jeans and a t-shirt that's got more holes in it than this Packers uh, off defensive line and offensive line. It's been rough. It's been rough. I'll tell you what's rough is that analogy there, but... uh, (laughs) It's got more holes in it than Swiss cheese, cheese heads. I don't. I, anyways, Daniel Sloth chimes in. I think it's just personal preference. And you know what, Daniel? I'm going to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> you can wear what you want to wear, but you have to have a through threat. To yes. your point, yes. Oh, have your that, like today. Stroh's outfit today. He's wearing kind of glossy dress shoes. Does not match the rest. When you're right, he looks like he's like a gamer or like a tech guy, and not someone. And then you'd wear shoes that are a little bit more rugged, a little more beat up. It's not that hard. You have to have some sort of theme if you're going to actually dress up. Like Russo again. Russo just looks like college kid. I'm assuming he's. Wearing, I, I, I guess he's wearing basketball shorts today. I don't even mean, shorts. Uh, yeah, some sort of shorts is there. Uh, Robin Madison. In all in his feelings about style, like James Franco in the movie The Interview, talking about you, <laughs> Alex from Kenosha. That's true, I would not take in. that bag either. Yikes, uh, that guy is delusional. Uh, so I guess talking about uh, Matt Hamilton and your how what, your fashionista takes there. Uh, <laughs> then you you have um, uh, the Adam and Madison chimes in with a football take. We'll get to a little bit later, but we'll go with uh, best dressed and worst dressed at ESPN Madison. You can chime in on either one of those eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I would say the producers that role 
is historically a rough look. <laughs> historically? We yes. are, you're fitting into the stereotype Yes. Now? When I was a producer, I did not have a style. It was probably closer to Russo's. Because um, Strofe is... Here's what you got going for you. Warshine <laughs> oh, okay. Primetime. Okay. You do have, like... You, you've picked the lane. And it you're kind of, you're just in that lane. Yeah, I don't Sh- deviate. Strofe is, like, trying to, like, be... Like someone that could be styled. Starting to grow up. Yeah, like could be fashionable, but maybe not. And like Ryan's growing up. He's just saying, I'm owning it. I'm just going to be sports sweatshirt guy and hat. Like yeah. that, That's just what he's going to be, which yeah. is fine. So yeah. your point, Daniel, yes, it's personal preference. The problem is the lane jumping yeah, right now. Strophy doesn't know what his preference is. I th- Honestly, I like, think it's mostly he doesn't want to like, dress up we, every we talk day. About Jesse, the commitment to dressing up is his issue. Jesse Nelson, look, he's just owning... He's going Bobby Hill style. We just call that Bobby Hill style. Yeah. Like that's just what he's doing. Yeah, and he is the king of the hill of the Bobby <laughs> right, right, Hill right. style. He's just rolling it. We got some uh, marketing consultants that are just khaki and polo guys. Like that's just what they're gonna be, and it's fine. Like that's what they're owning it. At yeah. least it's not like the cool, but it's like that's who I am. Uh, Hopper, one of our other MCs, Alex is just he's, he's just, just growing got like, a, up. like he's just figuring out. Who Hopper he is. honestly is, has a look that's. More of like an, an adult, a 50-year-old version of Matt Hamilton, because he does kind of dress... He gets the hipster vibes. He get, like, like, he, 50-year-old, today, he 50-year-old hipster like vibes. Yes, listening to that Evermore album today, too. Right. This flannel shirt. Exactly. And then, you know, the rest, Alex G. G's just G. Like, he's, he's got this, like... Crunchy. Grunge sort just of, crunchy. like, alternative, but it's all natural. Uh, Maddie Madison chimes in. She's got great style. So uh, we'll, I'm not commenting. Maybe we can have Maddie chime in on, on the style of, of everyone else in the office. But I think everyone else, to your point, Matt Hamilton, and maybe that's the most important thing for style, just know your lane mm-hmm. and, and have a theme. The rest is whatever. If you just want to be a disaster all the time, <laughs> that's fine. But then just own it. Yeah. It's the in-between. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the attitude in which you carry yourself in. And the problem is when Alex is trying to dress up, he loses confidence because he doesn't even know if something will match. It's 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 funny. We'll get into some sports here in a second. Chris from Manitowoc Waters chimes in. Strove, two-day hangovers and wardrobes and a bad uh, wardrobe selection. Classic wreck. Classic. It's- yeah, it, it is true. Now, part of it for Alex is probably because he has Mr. Relevant. You were on that earlier today. Yeah. You can listen to that on Monday, Wednesday, or Fridays. It airs around 12.15, and you can listen back wherever like you listen to podcasts. So I think he fancies himself as like a quasi-TV person now. I mean, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, he should... Maybe get like a blazer when he does that show because you're you are being you are like the host of a show. You're exclusively. Could you imagine video. the blazer that Alex Strauss is going to pick out? He'll pick out Cole's finest. I'm hoping he, <laughs> that's why I'm hoping he asks me. I threw I threw it out there. I offered it to him. Is is buying <laughs> if if as, you know I would say asserting that someone buys their clothes regularly from Cole's an insult. It's not, um, it's not. It's not. It's not. Some a, bargains there. It's not a compliment. I would say it's, it's not, definitely not a compliment. No. But there's some good stuff at Kohl's. Let's but let's like, be real not, with ourselves. But We've all shopped at Kohl's and got a great deal on a pack of socks. Got some of the undershirts. Maybe you saw a graphic tee that on your way by that was just like, oh, you know what? I could use a Packers T-shirt or whatever. 
a Brewers or Bucks t-shirt, and there's one there that just has the Bucks logo. So you're like, that's generic. And I want to feel like I want to pay more money than anywhere else. Like, look, what are you talking about? That is, yeah, that is your rock bottom deal on a Bucks shirt. No, yeah, uh, no. Look, I got a Bucks jersey at TJ Maxx, uh, the Ray Allen one, for like twenty bucks. Okay, that look, was I am just a, a, I am a, I'm a Maxinista. I go to Sierra. I, I go to the like the places where I get the name brand stuff at a discount. I'll shop for it. I will wait for it to be there. I'm not just going to go get uh, the generic stuff. Uh, basically, you might as well just shop on Amazon then, like buy the Amazon brand t-shirt. We're one step, Alex Strofe is one step away from buying clothes that just say Amazon. <laughs> His initials are already AWS. It's right, ex- exactly. One last question. I was put this out to the th- uh, three of you in the room. And you can chime in as well for your work. 844-770-3776. If you're not required to, would you ever buy work branded gear like Alex is wearing a good karma brands puffer jacket today <laughs> I as much as I like working for ESPN <clears throat> but not say ESPN I, I said good karma I would buy something that says ESPN I, on it like I'm that's not a cool. big fan of like the branded stuff <clears throat> there's there's a price tag there's a certain limit if it goes over a certain if it's a good quality piece of apparel but it just has my company's name on it and there's a twenty dollar increase because of that i don't know if i, I i'm not going for it. i have a hard time buying like right like i hard time buying clothes like for a different like let's say you go to a restaurant or whatever like why am i buying a shirt with your logo on it now i'm giving you free advertising and not me because like i'm like a z-list celebrity i just mean like i'm walking around with your shirt, with your logo on my shirt in the world, so now people have, uh, they see your logo yeah, but with your phone cool. number. But sometimes like, it's cool. That's the that's the balance though. But yeah. like, do I really want to do? Like, why am I giving see, you? I'm why am likely, I paying you to advertise for your business? I'm more likely to buy a T-shirt like that because I had a great experience at the restaurant or something like that, or because it's a funny T-shirt like I got. Sand in my buns at Krabby Bills on the beach or whatever, right? Like, hey now. little things like funny things, maybe something that's got a unique art to it. I think this all something started like with that. Ron John down in uh, Deerfield like Beach, surf. the Ron John Surf Shop. Oh, yeah. Okay, because yeah. people would all the time be like, look, I went to Ron John. I'm just saying, you better really enjoy it because you were giving them, you were paying them to market for them. Just remember that. And the problem I have is the prices are gouged up at those places. Yeah. So it's like, to your point, that's what made me think about it. It's like, I got to pay extra to promote your business. Like, I love getting hats from like breweries. I've got tons of hats that I got at like breweries around the world because they're they're cool looking hats. And it's like it's like people getting like a little knickknack for places they go. I choose hats or like t-shirts. I think that's more fun. My sister, back when she was a little kid, my parents tried to get her into like collecting spoons. You know, like Dear spoons God. from little locations. Yeah. Why? Well, it was the '90s. I don't know. My parents were trying to give them a or her a hobby. Uh, so when they traveled, they bring one back. Like but she would pretend to be surprised. Be the worst, right? Like yeah, but it was thing a thing. Like in the '80s what? and maybe the '70s, right? I thought it was Beanie Babies in the '80s. They're and trying 90s. to like no, that's a '90s and 2000s. Ryan. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Beanie my Babies apologies. in the 80s? You are so young. That was, wait, like, yeah, we didn't have the technology Gosh. in the 80s for, oh, for Beanie Babies. For like, that was, that was, yeah, that was uh, next level. Well, no, they just hadn't come out yet. They hadn't. Yeah. I saw the Beanie Baby movie. They, the big, the big trick with that, they understuffed the, the stuffed animals. That was it. Yeah. In the 80s, they used to be stuffed to the gills, and they'd be really, like, hard stuffed animals, and some weirdos, like, how about we just make them less stuffed? And then they took off. Nailed it.
cool. Robin Madison chimes in. If your employee makes you buy their clothing, just uh, start stealing it from them. Uh, that's uh, what they're trying to get you to do. It's basically they're trying to steal from you, making you buy your own clothes. Like that is messed up if you work at like a McDonald's or whatever, and like you have to, you have buy, to buy your, your own uniform. clothes. That's not great. Yeah, I don't know if that's still, I don't know if that's a thing. I feel like when I worked at McDonald's when I was sixteen, which is a long ass time ago, I feel like my shirt was free. Nah, but who knows? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I'm gonna leave you with this question before we go to break. That is sports related. And uh, you can chime in. We're going to post this at ESPN Madison. Are the Packers closer to being a 1-4 in four football team or a 4-1 in one football team? Hmm. You, you like that one? Yeah, yeah. You like that? Let me ponder it. I need, right. I need some time to mull it over in my head. Well, you can mull that all you want. And while you're mulling it, you can mull the idea of going to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. They have Graveyard Grabs on Saturday, October 28th from 5 until 9. 27 winners will enter their graveyard of prizes with three tombstones to reveal their winnings. Guests uh, pick a mix, a mix of rewards play and cash prizes. So an opportunity to play a game and win at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison because that's where winners go. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Do you think Matt Hamilton likes things because he just feels like it fits his vibe? Like, so there was a thing on on Saturday Night Live they used to do a joke. It was with Chris Farley where they did this thing of like they served him, they said they served him like some fancy coffee. Yeah, and then when they gave it, this to is the, a Colombian coffee, and he drank it, and he's like, mm, "So good." And then they tell him, actually, it was just like McDonald's Colombian coffee crystals, and he, and, and he lost his mind. They were coffee crystals, Jim, because he lost his mind because he obviously didn't know anything about any of it. He just you was lied told to me. he was told it was this, and that was his whole identity is to be someone that could be snooty like that. Yep. And I feel like at times, like if you you could like. I feel like we could have someone make like a like a, a fake song and say it was created by Bony Bear and be like Matt be like you know I, I like this is you know it's Bony Bear and Matt would just be in on it and then be like actually that was that was uh, John Smith down the street yeah. he, he's the type of guy who buys a white T-shirt and he buys a T-shirt because it says Supreme on there and then you realize oh wait no it's just a white T-shirt that they put Supreme on but he paid an extra ninety dollars for it. <laughs> Bringing it back around to our, That's our, funny. our company brand and apparel. I do not own any Supreme other than my fake uh, the uh, thrifts. What would you call it? Like Korean market find that I got for my fake Supreme fanny pack that did I like you, to rep. Did you buy it in Korea? Y- yeah, for like $4 American. Well, I- then there you go. <laughs> I got it because I would never pay the price for something actual, real he, supreme. He's Hamilton. I am Rutledge. Are we out of time already? Because we have Tausher coming up. But hey, we, we want to talk about clothes a lot in the first segment. But yeah, I, we right, got it. True. But like, what am I supposed to do here in a second? He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. Primetime Warshime behind the glass. I, I will. We did ask the question, and we'll get to Mark Tausher talks some sports. But already, it's it's dead on. We were asking good questions because the last two days they've been like dead on 50-50 on these things. We'll revisit yesterday's in a second, but are the Packers, Matt Hamilton, closer to a one-win team or a three-win team? You also can chime in. Tauscher's coming up next if you want to ask, uh, you want to give us a question to ask Mark Tauscher. We're happy to do that. One-win team. 844-770-3776. No, it should have been one and four. I said that on the air. You said one or four? Yeah, Yeah. on the air I said one and four because they could be four and one or one and four. Right. 
Well, in our pre-show meeting, we talked about one or three win team. So I was right, but that doesn't I, make any sense. Why? Because either they like they should be four and one or three. Like whatever. We're gonna yeah, no, I guess I guess it looks better that it way does. from a record standpoint. Yeah. But yeah, aesthetically, we're gonna roll with this now. So. Yeah. Primetime war so what's the new question? The question? What's the new question? Question's the same, except the number of wins is different. Okay. Are the Packers guy. more of a... This guy. Uh, are the Packers closer to a one-win team or a three-win team? What did he do last week that annoyed the bejesus out of me? He threw an extra word at the <laughs> I end. just saw the bump music. He like, no, it was oh, like you yeah. threw an extra... Like, oh, you threw the two. Yeah, yeah. Like, I threw the two. word two at the end of a yeah. poll, and Jim couldn't stand it. I mean, it didn't make sense. It, didn't, it was unnecessary, <laughs> it, did it, it did not ruin the poll in any No, way. it The poll still worked. But it was nonsensical. <laughs> it wasn't as... Okay, fine. <laughs> Who's uh, more likely to still be on the Packers in 2025, Jordan Love or Matt LaFleur? I bet you Tausher would answer that one. Uh, a little bit later, uh, but we right now it was fifty five percent final results. Fifty five percent said Jordan Love. Interesting. Here's the thing: if Matt Lafleur's not on the Packers in twenty twenty five, Jordan Love ain't here either. Yeah. I mean, that's the real answer for that. Well, no, because if they probably get one more season together, and if they get rid of one of them, the new guy will come in, might draft a guy, and let him let Jordan Love have his last season. For fine, all intents right? and so purposes, Jordan would, Love will be done. He would be out the door by the end of the season. He'd be what, what's it, lame duck? He'd be a lame but duck his, quarterback. But to play counterpoint, his contract would be expired at the end of like he's got this year and next year on his contract, so his contract would be done. Um, yeah, and so they might maybe. just say Jordan Love would probably want to walk away at that point it, if it didn't yeah. work here. So right, and, uh, and his quarter and his head coach. Was gone. Yeah. yeah. Dave from Deerfield Fair. chimes in. Matt, how many different Captain Morgan spoons uh, did uh, Scott offer your sister, your dad? Captain Morgan spoons, minimal, but I definitely, I got sent home from school one time for a Captain Morgan t-shirt that I had that dad got for me and fit the style, graphic tee. Just Captain Morgan. Didn't say anything. It just had Captain Morgan. It was awesome. All right. Sent home from school. The Adam and Madison chimes in. You want to know what I hate? I hate when I have to say Jim was right. Darn it, Jim was right. All preseason, he said Packer fans will be disappointed when they see how the Packers look without the band-aid that is Aaron Rodgers, and he was right. LaFleur's offense has not been as good since we lost the ability to have a Hall of Fame signal caller changing the plays at the line. Is that from your burner account there, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. Uh, no. Uh, but I will say this. We all... Under, it's not even about Jordan Love. Let's take Jordan Love about it. We all have to agree. And maybe this is our next Iron Jack poll question. We've asked it a few times. I think we all can admit we wildly undervalued all the intangible things that Aaron Rodgers brought to this football team. Like, statistically, it wasn't the great year for him last year. But As like, Aaron Rodgers' biggest fan, I am not going to say I undervalued it. I was. Did you think it would look... No, it, it seems I was still fully too- aware of what he was doing and how amazing it was. And I was in his corner do you as love, a football player. Do you love Strictly. Aaron Rodgers or do you love a good Bush more? Oh, man, that's a close one. But you know what? Aaron Rodgers is not in the ground at my house, but a new Bush from Olsen Toon sure is. And they can do the same for you. Olsen Toon has been doing customizing residential and commercial outdoor living spaces since 1997. And, for over fi- and they have over 50 years of combined experience in their design management teams. They came over to my place. I got some maintenance done. We got some new mulch in there. We got some more bushes. Got some more privacy from the neighbors. And they can do a whole lot more. A little later, they're going to put in some raised garden beds for us now that the gardening 
farming season's over, but they can also do things like irrigation, concrete work, pools, and even more. So if you have an outdoor living need, large or small, Olson Toon is here to help. You can get started on your project today at OlsonToon.com. That's OlsonToon.com. Tasha, coming up next, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. It's going to take a little time. Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. And the O-line to get him over. Wisconsin football analyst. I want to know who love is. Musical genius. I want you to show me. Mark Tauscher on Rutledge and Hamilton is brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers. Chalmers Jewelers with locations in Middleton and downtown Madison. Now that's some bump back music, Ryan. Nailing it. Thank you. Another cover that I just think you nailed. I love covers. As long as Mark Tauscher appreciates it, that's all I care about. Rutledge is an idiot guy chimes in. Jim is definitely not right. Whatever happened to giving this group a full year to figure it out? Bunch of reactionaries. Rutledge is an idiot guy. You're an idiot. I am (laughs) right when I say that Packer fans and people in general have underestimated what Aaron Rodgers brought to this football team as far as intangibles, leadership's ability to to work with the floor on the offense, change some plays if need be, make certain plays look better than they were. Uh, that's are all those are all things throwing the Aaron, ball to where only yeah, his receiver can get the it ball or it's to where out the of guy, bounds or that it's caught. Uh, I would say that I, I I'm sorry, but if you think that Jordan Love's going to reach what Aaron Rodgers was for the Packers last year, even this year. I think you're insane. And I said that before the season started. Uh, Mark, I'll, I'll bring you into this. Do you think Packer fans in general have underestimated the intangible aspect of having a Hall of Fame quarterback behind center, uh, whether it's game in and game out, in between games, all of that that Rodgers brings, and it's no knock on Love, that Love just doesn't have that right now. And I think the Packers are missing some of that veteran leadership from a guy like Aaron Rodgers and others. I don't know if they underestimate it. I think it's like anything else. When you do something, if you live on a lake uh, and you look out at your uh, at your great view every day, you're probably not going to have the same appreciation as somebody that doesn't live on a lake. And your buddy comes over to the house and with the sunset, they're like, oh, my God, is that beautiful. You appreciate it, but you also are kind of like, oh, yeah, that, that's great, but yeah, I see it every day. So Good for point. as much as I want to agree with you and say, yeah, that, uh, we all underappreciated it. No, I mean, we all knew what it was. And it was, there, everything comes to an end. I think what you could say is uh, with Matt LaFleur's offense and what Aaron brought to it, I think he obviously was able to change plays in that experience level. Jordan Love's not there yet. So we, we're really missing it because Jordan's so young and we've been watching it a certain way for 30 years being done at a really high level and right now Jordan's trying to figure it out yeah uh, Jordan certainly is trying to figure it out um, the the biggest concern for me is his lack of efficiency getting like going downfield uh, where do you think like Matt LaFleur and the people on this offense can help Jordan love the most so he can start making these plays downfield and actually 
forcing defenses to play him honest and not just playing everything underneath. I, I really believe that the most important part of this is getting Aaron Jones going and being able to run the football. It's just going to make everything a lot easier. for The read's going to be easier. There's going to be more space. And that will get that confidence up. I, I don't think right now, what, with what we've seen, uh, any type of let's just run a bunch of deep routes and throw it up, uh, that's not where this team's strength is. That's not where Jordan's at yet. So for as much for trying to find an easy answer, I think Matt Lafleur knows there's no easy answer to this. I think the biggest thing that can help him is your protection needs to be better. The protection has not been very good this year. He's been under duress. Mm-hmm a lot more than I anticipated. And I think a big part of that is the fact that Aaron Jones hasn't been available and teams can really kind of tee off on Jordan Love when when uh, you know getting after him makes every quarterback's job a lot easier or a lot more difficult. We uh, asked this question yesterday, Mark, and obviously – there's been everyone wants to blame the the coach uh, over the quarterback right now, and I've I kind of just maintain that I don't care if it's the players or the coach or Jordan Love. If all three of those things don't work, Packer fans are screwed as far as Jordan Love being successful. If Lafleur's fired, Jordan Love's cooked. If Jordan Love's bad, Jordan Love's cooked. If they don't have the players to match Jordan Love's skill set, it's all cooked anyways. But we asked the question: Who's more likely to be here in 2025, Coach Lafleur or Jordan Love? Yeah, I heard that. It's a great question. <laughs> Uh, and unfortunately, the only answer is neither or both. There isn't yeah. going to be th- – these two are in it together. Uh, I think Goody actually probably has positioned himself that if this doesn't work, he'll probably get another bite at it and you know hire a different coach. But I, I, I firmly believe that they have this year and next year. And if you're, if you're not seeing great signs of, of improvement, uh, I don't think – I think either you're going to say, man, we got it figured out and we have our people – or you're going to say, we need to go in a different direction. And if you decide to go in a different direction, you're not going to pick and say, all right, well, we'll keep Jordan, we're going to get we're rid of Matt, or we're going to get rid of Matt, we're going to get keep Jordan. I just don't envision – I feel like both of these guys are kind of in this thing together for real. Well, and to that point, if a new coach came in, they're most likely going to want to move on to their own coach. Uh, a little bit more of a, a lighthearted question here is, you know, Taylor Swift's bringing attention to the, uh, you know, we got to lighten it up. The Packers have had two rough games. we got a long bye week in front of Worst time in the world to have a really bad game on national TV. I'm an expert of rooting for teams that lay eggs on national TV and then have a big bye week. They just have to eat it for that whole time. So Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, big draw. Who's the uh, Taylor Swift, like if a Packer player was dating uh, of Wisconsin, like who would like draw this major attention? Like who comes to mind to you to be like, that would be a huge deal in Wisconsin if a Packer player was dating said star? <laughs> I mean, I think you could look at Taylor Swift in Wisconsin. If Taylor well, Swift yes. is dating let's, somebody, let's assume she's with Kelsey. She so she, be, yeah. Well, I mean, are they? I mean, I, I don't know. We, we, <laughs> they've hung out a few times. I mean, you can pretty much name. Is there? There is no bigger star than Taylor Swift right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could tell me one, I'd like to hear it. I don't know who that would be. I always was wondering if, you know, if, in this fractured landscape, if Taylor Swift is a bigger star than who Madonna was back in the day. Madonna had you were kind of limited. Taylor Swift, you have all these different options. So I would probably say, you know what? I'm not sold that it's Travis Kelsey. If a Packer player really wanted to bring a bunch of attention to the Green Bay Packers for not even if you're not a good football team, 
Taylor Swift to be probably who else is even out there? I don't. Beyond, I'm not Beyonce, honestly, anyone on the Packers is. I don't know who else is even out there. I think Beyonce would be a name that would draw a lot of attention. I think anyone Chase on the Packers Elgin, like, is just a little. Married. Yeah, true. That would draw a lot of attention. Married. That's my point. That would draw a lot of attention. Anyone on the Packers Brian is Erlock, too was young for Taylor Swift Hilton. or Beyonce. Uh, Erlock was married when he had Paris Hilton in the press box for the Bears. I mean, like you know, it's Hollywood. You know, there's like yeah, one guy. Like, yeah, I, I, so you really, and I think in this, with how much attention is paid to the Green Bay Packers, I legitimately think you could pretty much have anyone of any type of B, C, or A list celebrity, and if they're dating, you know, the quarterback or a running back for the Green Bay Packers, and they come into town. I mean, it was a huge deal when I played. Uh, Jonathan Moxie, old uh, Dawson's Creek came. There was, oh my God, can you believe Dawson's Creek came to the Packer game? So, so take that for what it's worth. I mean, it, I don't think it's going to take Beyonce or Taylor Swift for our fan base to get true. super excited about somebody coming in. I Googled most famous single celebrity, uh, Selena Gomez came up. Is she single? That's yeah, according I to Google. I mean, I know oh, yeah. she's a singer slash actor. She's in uh, Only Murders in the Building. She's got number one single. So, like, she's not Taylor Swift, but she's crossover star. She would draw right. attention. She would make a big wave here. There's no. Let's not forget, we had a. She'd be a huge star. We had a Hall yeah, of Fame sure. quarterback that would dated a movie star, and then he date before that was dating a race car driver. Like we've had stars that dated her, and the Packer fans were we're just in it for the football. They're here for the football. Honestly, I think a lot of fans, I think there'd be a lot of people excited. Obviously, a lot of wives who aren't into football that are into Taylor Swift might be pretty excited for the Packer fans. But I think our Packer fans would not love it. Like, as a distraction. If it wasn't well, a, if it wasn't like, a quarterback, I think there's a lot of Chiefs fans that are, like, they love the attention, but they don't love the idea, like, that whole thing going around where the girlfriends are asking their boyfriends, like, how's it, do you think it's cool that... Taylor just made Kelsey's career, like, put him on the map. Nobody knew who Travis Kelsey was before he started dating Taylor Swift. Which is true in the grand scheme of things. I mean, in the really big scheme of things, but, like, all the all the husbands and boyfriends who are watching football are, like, losing their minds here. <laughs> true, but, like, that is factual. Like, Kelsey, in the scheme of things, benefited way more from dating Taylor Swift than Taylor Swift benefits from dating oh, for Kelsey. For sure. It's almost... It's, well, I don't... There's nobody... There's nobody that's going to... Who is if Taylor Swift is dating Tom Brady, it's still going to be Taylor Swift's the bigger star. I mean, yeah, for there's, sure. There's nobody in the NFL that would do that. I so, mean, Tom's yeah. wife at the time was a bigger star than he was in the world. I think you can make a pretty good claim now that Tom Brady is a bigger star than Giselle. Yeah, I, mean, I think at now. This point in their lives. Yeah, I think now you're right. So, Mark, we'll we'll bring it back. Uh, let's just put the Packers t- to bed. Just. You know, it's bye week. We'll talk to you again before then. It's They're licking their wounds. We'll, <laughs> we'll circle back in. on that. Let's talk, talk about the team everyone's excited about. That's Badger football. Obviously, you're on the broadcast for, for Badger football. You can listen to Mark uh, with LePay during Badger games. And you also, I can hear him in the stadium when I'm out there. You know, you're walking around and yeah. you hear Tauscher's voice pumping through, including the, the urinals, which is strange. But, like, Mark's just <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but uh, the Badgers are winning. I think this game, uh, obviously, there's the Deacon Hill aspect of it. A former Badger coming back to be quarterback for Iowa. But I was talking to Chris Orr, and he kind of said that like this season could be a win if they can get some revenge. And they missed the Washington State one, but they can get the trophy back from Iowa. They can get uh, revenge on Illinois. They can get the, the trophy back from Minnesota. So this all kind of starts here anew with Iowa and getting that trophy back. How important do you think this game is for the players and this coaching staff to kind of take a, a big step and a feather in their cap in the Big Ten to take back a trophy? Yeah, I mean, I think all those things are important, but uh, it's 
the most important thing is just because you want to win the West and you want to get yourself a chance to win a Big Ten championship. And you just named a list of teams that beat us last year that, you know, I don't think Luke Fickle's going to sweat much at all about it because he wasn't here. But from a player standpoint, I know guys really wanted to beat Washington State because Washington State kind of started that spiral uh, mm-hmm. last year. So you, there's always that added motivation as far as if somebody got you, you want to get them back. But it really comes down to these guys want to have a great season and everything that is, you know, every goal that they have is right out in front of them to still get it done. If they can go beat an Iowa team, beat Illinois, and, you know, set that big matchup up with versus Ohio State, I think that's going to be the key to it. And there's no, make no mistake about it. Everybody kind of gives Iowa a ton of grief about, you know, how their offense is pretty anemic and everything else. But they all just listening to everybody over there talking the physical play and how they play defense and what they bring to the table, there ain't anybody that's taken Iowa lightly, and I think this is going to be an old-fashioned. Wisconsin better make sure their chin straps are buckled and everything that Coach Alvarez used to say because I think this is going to be one of those kind of games, and if you don't match that physicality or beat it, uh, you're going to have a tough time moving the football and doing anything that you're looking to do on offense. So I'm curious – uh, like I don't know I got how a quick much. Question for you guys. I, I got yeah. a quick yeah. question, Jimmy, especially for you. Uh, why is it that you always say Tauscher to me when you're talking to Matt Hamilton? You don't just say Hambone or Matt. You always say his full name. Did you notice that? And is there a reason that you do it that way? Um, <laughs> I I guess I have not noticed it, so I guess there's no reason to it. Probably just the name of the show is Rutledge and Hamilton, and I'm not a normal but it's not Matt Hamilton. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's my point. You, yeah. you don't say. It's Hamilton. Hey, Matt or Hamilton. You always say Matt Hamilton. <laughs> well, you know, I, want to, I found it really interesting. Rolls off the tongue, nice. Well, usually, also, I want to make sure people know who he is, so I have to say Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> He's the curler, Matt Hamilton. So it's okay, really just making enough. sure at some point leading. Oh, them, I don't have gosh. to lead them to water for Mark Tauscher or Tausch. Yeah, like I have to lead them to water for Hamilton. Wow. Then, it usually ends with the guy with the mustache, the curling. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right, just I. Because I, I never hear anybody say full names on anything, like any of our shows, or <laughs> you listen to anything. You're, this is the only one, and I bet we were. I was driving over to Middleton. I probably heard Matt Hamilton like seven times. I was thinking, <laughs> I wonder if there's something to this. Instead of it just being Hambone or something like that, it was no Matt Hamilton. Uh, and I was curious what the reasoning was, and I think I just got it. There you go. <laughs> All right, Hammy, what do you what do you got for Tausher? <laughs> um. So, Tausch, as a as a player, an athlete, um, I think we both know when you have got big games like this, kind of revenge games, so to speak. It's it's easy to get up and get excited for it, but sometimes getting a little too excited can be a detriment. Where do you think this team is at? Do you think you want them getting super excited, or do you think Fickle's in there saying, hey, this is business as usual, this is another game, we're going to go out there and execute the game plan, or... Or somewhere in the middle? Like, where do you think this team falls? Well, I think you always want to balance that. But yeah. I, I don't think, man, especially the way that the Badgers have started, outside of the Purdue game, I like a little added juice, um, some extra gas on, in the in the engine as far as what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You can always rein a horse back. It's really tough. you got to kick. you got to do all that stuff to get him moving. Right. I have When you're talking about rivalry games like this, I want that emotion to flow. And if you if, if it takes a little time to kind of dial that back, I'm always on the side of let's try to d- 
dial things back in comparison to having to scream and yell to get guys moving and get them up. So I think you let that emotion play. You let it ride. And when you're dealing with rivalry games, people know what the other team is doing. You have so much knowledge about the players and everything else that usually whoever is the more motivated team is typically the team that wins. And I think Wisconsin obviously have a ton to play for this weekend just like Iowa does. Yeah, that's some great insight, Mark Tauscher. Sadler, Thanks, Matt <laughs> Sadler of the Pat McAfee show that uh, chimes in. Pat McAfee fame. Yes, Sadler was on the Pat McAfee show. I have not been on it. <laughs> nope. And so he pointed out Jonathan Owen's wife is pretty famous. Simone Biles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there so you go. We, we did miss yeah, on that we one. We already yeah. got one. Yeah. Uh, Mark, uh, thanks the for... The Olympic gold medalist everyone knows. Thanks for listening. You... Thanks for noticing my weird uh, verbal tics <laughs> on saying everyone's full name. And, uh... Oh, no, I... <laughs> Hey, I think I think I'm going to take a lesson from you, and I'm going to start calling Wildy Jason Wildy every time I say <laughs> Jason Wildy. I think I'm going to see how and that goes. How uh, you should figure out how many times you say it until he like notices. Well, I now, don't think it'll take long. Well, I think it'll be one time, and he'll say, "What the hell are you calling me, Jason?" <laughs> there you go. Maybe it's my day job where I have to refer to both of you and uh, you call you by your name and make yeah. sure I set everyone up. I don't know, but uh, Mark, thanks for hopping on. Thank you, Jim Rutledge. <laughs> Thanks, Mark Tauscher. <laughs> All right, uh, give me some numbers. I need two numbers, Matt Hamilton. Uh, let's see. Let's go 4 and 12. Caller number 4 and caller number 12, 844-770-3776. You're entered to play Minute to Win It, which means if you're caller number 4 or 12, you're going to automatically at least get a $25 gift card uh, to North South Sea from the Smokehouse. And if you pick the right person to win Minute to Win It, that'll be bumped up to a $50 gift card. So no matter what, Caller number four and caller number 12. One of you is going to walk away with a $25 gift card North South Stephen Smokehouse. And if you pick the right person to win between me and Matt and we play our game, you get a $50 gift card North South Stephen Smokehouse. So call number four and caller number 12, 844-770-3776. You know what? I like eating the North South Stephen Smokehouse because I can go have a great workout at Carbon World Health, burn some calories, and then go eat uh, some delicious. They have like, like lunch bowls there at North and South Sea for the Smokehouse, kind of recharge the battery, be ready for the rest of the day. But at Carbon World Health, they put you through such a great workout. Uh, they really help you reach your peak physical performance, whether that's trying to gain weight, or I'm sorry, gain muscle, trying to lose weight. Uh, if you're trying to uh, just have a better day, get through your days better, you could try hormone optimization. That might help you drop some weight. You also can uh, do what I'm doing, take some like glutide. That too can help you lose weight. I've gone from 21% uh, body fat down to about 9% body fat, and my weight's gone from near 230 to about 195. And now I'm just trying to figure out, do I want to get stronger or do I want to continue to lose weight? And that's that balance we have because Ashley over there and Nestor over there and the entire fitness team over there will help you reach your fitness goals. Plus, getting over that hump, they've got the recovery. Yes. So like those first few times you start working out and you're super-duper sore after this, you check out their recovery. They've got red light. They've got cryo. They've got the Normatec boots that'll squeeze your legs and help get that lactic acid out. All of that stuff is going to help you get back in the next day or the day after, and you can stay on that grind and really start building good habits. Minute to win it. Next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Warsheim. This is Hi, Religion Rutledge. Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. Matthew James Hamilton is in the bullpen here at the Everlight Solar Studio. 
You can get into the show, 844-770-3776. We're going to play Minute to Win It in a second. Who picked who on this game here? Uh, so today, caller number four was Steve from Madison. He picked you, Jim All right, thank you, Steve. I need to bounce back here. We'll see. We'll see. And then uh, Eric from Green Bay uh, is left with Matthew J. Hamilton as his contestant today. Well, he's got a good, strong middle name, so that at least goes in Matthew's favor there. Matt and I have the most, like, 1980s like parents name like just like basic. Matthew James my brother's William like there's just a lot of like just right down the middle yep. dude names oh yeah now all the kids get these cool and maybe they're cool maybe they're not there's more swings and misses Ryan like some oh, of these yeah. names like a Jackson's like a good name it is hard I think to name a son because you have to find a name okay. that is cute when they're little but also can be a, a man's name Good point. Yeah, there are a lot. There are a lot of young millennials, young whatever you call my generation, where they once they become full grown men, I'm not gonna be able to take them seriously. Right. I can't take Aiden seriously if he's a full grown man. I'm right. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Aiden. Alienating all uh, Aidens on, yeah. on on the show or listening to the show. But uh, this is brought to you by North South Sea from the Smokehouse. Like you can have it delivered. You can go pick it up. You can go have a great family experience at any one of their locations: Verona, Madison, or DeForest. And you also can have an event catered. Whatever it is for North and South, see from the Smokehouse, whether you're in the mood for barbecue, for fried chicken, or for some seafood, uh, Keith and Aaron and then JD and Ken, the whole crew, at whichever store, whichever location you go to, uh, they're going to give you an amazing experience at North and South, see from the Smokehouse, the official barbecue joint of Rutledge and Hamilton. Let's play a minute to win it. Are you on Team Rutledge or Team Hamilton? I don't want to pick sides. This is the Minute to Win It, presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, with three locations in Madison, DeForest, and Verona. All right, Jim, we've been talking about Jordan Love all week. It is a Jordan Love show, as one might say. So I wanted to get a little category related to quarterbacks today. So we're going with the quarterbacks who have thrown the most interceptions through week five of this NFL season. Um, and I'll give you this hint. I'll give it to Matt as well. Uh, usually we look for a top 10 list a minute to win it. This list is a top 11 because of ties with the uh, the third place, essentially, quarterback. So I'll go ahead and start your timer right now. Jim Rutledge, you have one minute. Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love is on there. He's kind of the dead giveaway. Yep. Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G is number one on the list. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I'm going to go. Now this gets a little bit tougher. So I feel like... Throwing a lot of picks. I, I don't. I don't think Fields is on this list here. Joe Burrow, no. What about Stafford's a guy that likes to throw picks? I'll throw out Stafford. He is on the list as well. He's got five this season. Alrighty. So I feel good with three out of this group because it's gonna be a tougher one to get. I don't think Hertz would do it. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is tied for second most with six as well. Alrighty. Tied with Jordan Love. So then you're gonna go with other. I'm going to go, this would be a little bit out of the box, but I'm going to go with Anthony Richardson. I don't know if he's played enough. I, I don't think he has either because he's not on the list. Okay, so I just want to thought maybe a, a youngster out there. Trevor yep. Lawrence, yep. no. Uh, Stroud, no. Um, Dobbs? Josh Man. Dobbs? Yeah, Cardinals? I'll go with Dobbs, yeah. Uh, nowhere on this list. <laughs> wow. He's been okay. playing pretty well. He has, but I just figured there could be yeah. some interceptions yeah, there. Geno Smith, fair. no. I'm not going to go with uh, Purdy, no way. Um, what am I at for time here? Uh, you got five seconds. So to uh, um, get one th- guessing, I'll throw Josh Allen. Josh Allen is on the list as well. He Alrighty. is tied uh, six through eleven. Have the same number. So I got picks. one, two, three, four, five. Five out of the ten. Uh, yeah, that's Actually, pretty dang good. Yeah, I- I'm okay with that number there. It's, well, it's five out of the eleven, but, but yes, yes. Five. Uh, let's bring Matt Hamilton in there. And Matt, we'll in the interest of time, I'll share this info as you're sitting down here. Uh, yeah. This is a uh, top ten list, but there's more than ten QBs on it. So you get you get a little leeway on it. 
So you only have to get what? Oh, turn your mic on. There it's not that hard to understand. Like, there's, there's numbers of people who are tied. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Tied, tied numbers. Got it. All right, Let so me grab my pen and a piece of paper so I can jot some names down. All right, we're good. Let's okay. go. So it is a list of the quarterbacks who have thrown the most interceptions through Week Five of the NFL season. So I gave this hint to Jim as well. It's 11 quarterbacks on this list. We usually look for a list of 10, but today, because of the tie, we got 11. So I'll go ahead and start your time right now, Matt. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is on this list. He's tied for second with six. Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love also tied for second with Sace. Uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott? Not on the list. Just off the list, actually. Only got four. Okay, okay. Um... See, probably not Gino, probably not. Oh, I feel like Omar's not doing great. That's mm. Lamar. Lamar? Not. Okay, okay. okay. Right, let's go worst quarterbacks. Part of me wants to say, man, Sam Hell's Oh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones also tied for second with six. Okay, okay. Um, let's see, who else? Uh maybe Tannehill's been struggling? Tannehill tied for six okay. or eleven. With five interceptions. Oh, um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield? Not on the list. Oh, and Baker okay. Mayfield. Got the win there. Yes, Got the win. What'd you have? I had five. Oh, so I man. had Jimmy G, number one. He's number oh, one in interceptions. Yeah, Jimmy G. Jordan Love, Jones, Josh Allen, Stafford. Stafford's up there. I huh? went with some oh, old, yeah. you know, tried and trues. Josh Allen, Stafford, they throw picks. Like, that just felt like... And yeah, when I looked up Jordan Love, I I knew he was high on the list, and I saw when I looked it up yesterday that Jordan Love was number two. Mm-hmm. I think I remember that from yesterday as yeah. well. Yeah. Those three picks against the Raiders jostled them all the way up the list, yeah. All right, so then number one, Matt, who you didn't... Did you mention it? Jim Jimmy Rudy? G. Yeah, Jimmy said, G, yeah. yep, mm-hmm. seven picks. And then Sam Howell, neither of you guys got. Oh, he also, I wanted to say Sam did, Howell, but I, know. They, I, know. I feel like they're having a pretty good season, or he was. I think he had two or three picks against Philly the, ah, other, the other week. Um, brutal. And then you guys got Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, and Josh Allen. And then nine through 11 are Tua, Zach Wilson... And uh, then Justin Fields all also have five interceptions. Oh, so five season. was on the list. I thought Fields was low enough that he went to been on there. So. No, it's okay. the, the top 11 are uh, seven through five interceptions. Then the, with four interceptions, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Kenny Pickett, Bryce Young. Dak Prescott, man. Three. For how much he's getting dumped on right now, it feels like he should be at the top of the list. Well, he had three against the Niners, right? Right. I'd like to point that out. The, all of those, and, and Packer fans were very high on the list of people did this. The amount of like looking your nose down on the types of Dak and Jimmy G and Kirk Cousins, and now the just relentless defending of your guy, like that's when we people say, like, welcome to our world. It's like no, like Dak Prescott isn't as bad as you. Like he is. No, Dak's the new Kirk Cousins. Right, Kirk like, Cousins is past but, the threshold of Kirk Cousins. But He's they're no longer. But they're not trash. Like that's the right. thing. You look down on them. Then when you, it's your quarterback who's struggling and up and down, it's like, well, he's not trash. He does good things. That's the rest of us. That's the rest of us. Where like outside no, of having an elite, because so many pack, so many fans did this. But like what? It's right now. We talked about it before. Mahomes. I think we still put Burrow on that list. Yeah, and who am I missing here? Justin Herbert, maybe if you depending on your flavor of quarterbacks. I don't even know if he gets all you there. I mean, like unquestionably of like god tier quarterbacks. It's really, I mean, it's really Mahomes and Herbert right now of like the god tier. No, well, Bur- no Burrow, Burrow holds there. I mean, Burrow was he's for what he's done for he's having a rough year. I'm not pulling a guy on and off during right, the year. Like, right. Burrow's proven enough. Allen's right there. I'll put the, probably those. But three. Allen likes to throw them picks. Yeah, but that's right. fine. He's got his team yeah. to an AFC championship. Like he's winning games and making Pro Bowls, and you know, in the big moments it. though, he's thrown a few too many of those picks. That's been the problem. Yeah, 
All right, I'm He's a little Brett Favre. Well, yeah, no, more exactly. Than, more a than modern little. Brett Favre. Yeah, right. very modern. Yeah. Modern and about six Le- inches taller, 50 Yeah, less heavier. interceptions and more athletic. A and lot. Less yeah. of a, I assume, dirtbag. This is Roger okay. Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Your Honda gets you everywhere. When it needs service, you need Zimbrick Honda service. Their customer service.